This is the open bar, opening bar. Actually, I think I forgot this part. <laughs> Thanks for listening all up in your car. YouTube Live is where we are. Wait, are we J Mike? That's my co-host, by the way. They sorta call me Gabe on the mic every booze day. Oops, I meant Tuesday. Though really, who's to say? I think it's about time to press play. Go. The open bar. We just. We come at it with with the hot takes, the hot sandwiches, and <laughs> and, and Rush just starts the feed mid sentence talking about sandwiches and the hot personalities of rich man Russ. Hot takes, uh, I hear someone echoey <laughs> AF mid sentence talking about sandwiches. Who is that? Stop it! Who's echoey right now? Who's echoey right now? It's me. It wasn't you. Who is it? I really hope it's not me. This could well, be I bad. Can't, I don't. Okay. I think it stopped. Okay. Well, a class. A class podcasting. We yeah. We almost had to shut down the show and, and start over. Good thing I started the broadcast before we tested that. Hey everyone, welcome into the open bar. Uh, here on time. Literally, I think I don't know. I think we literally start like at about eight forty-five every week. Or uh, 9.45 Eastern for y'all Eastern fools out there, um, which I think I'm almost up against an entire team. Oh, no. I think we got three versus two. The the CST versus the EST. I think we're riding tonight um, in favor. Welcome, though. Every Tuesday, besides last Tuesday, and then every other Tuesday, we're here. <laughs> we're live, and we do things, and we talk about football, and we're open about it, and it's also a bar, and we talk. And my co-host, his name is J Mike, at J Mike Check. Dude, what's up, bro? It's been a minute. I mean, you know, <laughs> how many how many minutes in two weeks? You look. You're the math teacher. Why are you asking me these things? <laughs> these these are things I don't know. Okay, you're back. You're back in school. My wife's back in school. The girls are back in school. Football season's here. Uh, I feel like I'm just a mess of anticipation. Um, I don't even know what to do with myself. What, what is it? Less than 48 hours out from game numero uno. I can't, I'm, I just keep thinking about how every Wednesday is just going to be so awful for waivers. I can't stop thinking <laughs> <laughs> how many, that oh, many seconds, Rich man, Russ, you got us. All right. So it's been about 604,800 minutes since we've last seen you. Thank you for joining us. I think that was seconds. Seconds. That was seconds. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was seconds. Yeah. Hold on. Did you say it's been a minute? Okay, then it's. You did say it. We didn't say it's been a second, Rich. Man, I Russ. don't listen when J Mike talks. It's. Okay. You know, it's in my contract. Hey, look, man, 10, join 000. join the club, man. It's about. <laughs> it's a, it's at least a household strong, so it's good. No problem. <laughs> uh, we have three guests tonight. One of them has been here before. While I was not here, I heard that he was good looking. Uh, can confirm. And he also knows some things about minutes and seconds. Rich man, Russ, what it do, baby boo? I got what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody's ever said those words to me before. <laughs> Good lord! I've, I've never known. I've never known Russ to be like lost for words. That was a moment in life. Oh my goodness! I'm yeah, just gonna like, sit in silence for the rest of the show. Do you guys talk? All right. <laughs> you had nothing. Oh, wow. 
I'm good. Thanks for having me on, fellows. <laughs> <laughs> now you just gotta talk to me, ye old English from now yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, okay, two newcomers. Okay, we've got the Stompy. I always want to think. I always want to say Stimpy, like Ren and Stimpy. Every time I, I look at it, um, the, he he created a show sheet for us tonight, which it, <laughs> I don't like. I don't even know if it was genuine or not, but <laughs> nonetheless, dude, th thanks for making one, and we'll, we'll certainly follow it out of respect. Uh, <laughs> Listen, so, it, it reminded it reminded me of. You know, when like a newcomer on a hunt, we have to go snipe hunting. It's kind of like one of those. <laughs> we got to break you in a little bit. And and by the way, Stimpy was one of the derivations of my nickname in college. So don't worry about that. Very good. Well, okay. Um, elaborate for sure. Because we definitely don't talk about football here. Well, um, so without getting too much into detail, Stompy was started as my nickname um, and then turned into Stimpy. And then one was... Uh, and, and I hope this is rated PG 13 rated R or whatever. Um, one was stump Dick. Uh, so, Hello. Uh, is that with an underscore or uh, no <laughs> Twitter rejected that handle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. So would you like us to refer to you uh, as Stompy Stimpy or Mr. The, the last one? <laughs> uh, you, you can call me Stompy. Okay. Hey. Right. Uh, <laughs> or you can call me any of those three. I'll probably respond. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, good to have you on, my man. Um, Travis, last seen on the Grab Bag Fantasy Pod. And I think that is literally the last podcast that you've done, right? That you appeared on. So. Um, welcome back. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Uh, before the show, when you were like, oh, look, you were like, I don't know if you were uh, kind of narrating yourself, like looking for the dollar sign, just so you could say that I was straight out of Cashville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, what, what up? Oh my god! Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, Nashville, Tennessee. That's where. I am now uh, straight out of Cashville, you know, but I'm uh, glad to be on the show and just, uh, you know, just hang out on the open bar. You guys, it's week one. Let's get to football. I figured you would be the best person to say straight out of Cashville. Yes. <laughs> straight out of Cashville. I'm here for that. Yes. Uh, no, very happy to have you on. Um, we, we typically try to have one celebrity each week and uh <laughs> this week we got three so Aww. take that yeah it's all love here um football it does start in a couple days interesting what's the first I, I know it's always the super bowl champion that usually plays the first game who's so the eagles right who do they play yeah. battle falcons. of the birds birds falcons yeah. eagles and falcons the dirty birds. okay um, can, Nick Foles. No. I was going to say, can we revise history real fast? Yeah. So Julio Jones catches that touchdown in the back of the end zone on, what was it, fourth down? Mm-hmm. And where do we stand now? I mean, how different is everything at this point? I, I think mean, we're looking at the Patriots as a new champions or repeat I think the Falcons champions? go get the revenge. I was about to say, do the Patriots – double dip on the Falcons and just like work them again. That would be so sad. 
I mean, just the Giants Steve did theirs. No, the, the, the Falcons would get a 56-point lead <laughs> and then lose. That's a – What's the what's the offensive coordinator's name for the Falcons? Uh, Sarkeesian. Sarkeesian saying, "Look here, anything I you can do, I can do better." <laughs> you you want to blow a lead, Shanahan? I'll show you how to blow a lead. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue, Gabe. You were you were being productive. I, I'm not not really. I mean, I'm just gonna. I was I was in a super flex draft last night, and um. My buddy and I were discussing whether to draft Carson Wentz or not, and the bench spots are very limited. You can really only have three uh, offensive players, I guess, on your bench. And long story short, would have to have benched um, Carson Wentz and put in like a you know some other offensive player instead of a QB. So I just didn't feel the need to draft him because I don't think that he's going to play for maybe two or three weeks. Do y'all feel that way? Or is it, I don't know. I just, I, I have, I don't have a good feeling about it being just one week. It's only been what, eight months since I think he tore his ACL, which means it's supposed to be a year's long injury uh, recovery. And even though that's getting shorter and shorter, it's still only been eight months. I think that dude's probably at least got three to four that he'll miss before he comes back. Oh, wow. It makes me sad because I do have – actually, that's a lie. I traded my only share of him away. So, no, whatever. Take your time. <laughs> I, I just don't – with, with the arms race that took place in the NFC this year, uh, particularly with the defensive lines, uh, Sheldon Richardson to the Vikings, Sue to the Rams, uh, uh, the Eagles. I forgot who they ended up getting. Somebody pretty awesome. Oh, I think they got one of the Bennett's, right? Michael Bennett? Yep. Yeah. Um, and so just, I mean, the NFC is back. Not to mention, good freaking grief. <laughs> the NFC is going to be so much fun to watch this year. And I'm just really, really excited to see two teams that I think could be playing for the, the conference crown week one. Now, uh, if there, now if there's only two teams in the AFC that could actually battle it out. Hey, don't, hey, don't play down the Broncos, Kay. Just... <laughs> Stop it. Oh, we, boy. We, didn't, we didn't say any names, Stompy. Someone's a little testy this evening. I, I'm a little testy. <laughs> Talking about the Titans and the Patriots, right? And testies. Oh. <laughs> and testies, yes. <laughs> a little underscore Stumpy's a little testy. But, yeah, I mean, with the, with the Eagles, I think it's just one of those things where uh, full showed enough last season at the end of the season that – um, they can wait a little bit on Wentz, and, and maybe it is only two to two to four weeks. But I can see him missing the first month, um, as, as well as uh, uh, Alshon, um, if they're going to be playing well, because that defense is still phenomenal. Yeah, no Alshon too. So it, it's an interesting team. Um, I, I've I've been seeing Alshon go very very late in drafts. I know he's going to miss the first two games, but. I'm pretty okay getting him in like 10th, 11th round as like oh, the yeah. wide receiver 50 off the board or something. I mean, even missing two games, he could still finish top 30 pretty reasonably. Unless Aguilar is that dude. Hmm. Nah. You mean Mike Wallace. That's what you mean, right? <laughs> right? What is this? What's with this all of a sudden Mike Wallace craze that everyone's going on? Best ball. Let's just, let's just talk about his, his career. I mean, he's never had less than 39 catches ever. 
And the, the only two bad seasons he ever had were on the Vikings, when the 2015 Vikings, no less, and then his uh, rookie year. I mean, outside of that, he's pretty much a 50, 60, 70 catch guy. So, I mean, he can plug in and, and be productive. I'm not saying, uh, oh, my gosh, Mike Wallace at age 4,000 is going to be, you know, something to get excited about. But I, I think he's uh, going to be a safer play with a little bit more upside than uh, we might have given him credit for. Um, but, yeah, that's that's all. Yeah, I just haven't heard his name in months. And then yeah. the past yeah. <laughs> week, every podcast is like, yo, I got the down low. Mike Wallace. <laughs> And it's just like, I, I'll just pass on the situation until all of them are back. Or I'm going to play Aguilar no matter what. And Ur- yeah. I think Earth should be fine, too. Oh, Ertz yeah. yeah, yeah. Falling in drafts, too. Like, I, I've seen Graham and even Rudolph go ahead of him. I just don't really. That's. I don't, know, so I don't really. Get that. What, what's, the, what's the likelihood that the Eagles are an incredibly disappointing fantasy team this year? uh very likely yeah i mean it seems like it happens after (laughs) every super bowl unless you're the patriots (laughs) all the all the uh players seem to you know regress a little bit cam newton came down to earth kelvin i guess seahawks made it back they just uh you know shot the bed in the playoffs yeah the fantasy wise (laughs) they were fine this year they're gonna be awful but it's just yeah. it's such a weird situation to win the Super Bowl and now you're well they didn't win them with their with their starting quarterback but their starting quarterback's not there their quote unquote number one wide receiver is not going to be playing at the beginning and I mean Wentz was playing at a ridiculous pace in the first place last year so you have to assume he's not going to keep that up anyway. It's so, just it's a team full of people that we've been. Like it's almost like we've come full circle on all of these people, right? So Carson Wentz comes out as a rookie, he's not great, and then he sets the world on fire, and now he's hurt. Okay, great. So we got Nick Foles, who's Nick Foles, <laughs> <laughs> goes on, becomes the man in the Super Bowl, and looks like garbage in the preseason. Whatever, it's preseason. You can take with, with it what you will. Jai, everyone loves him. He goes to he, – he kind of falls out of favor in Miami. He's in Philadelphia, doesn't – do everything that people want him to be. He's not the RB one that everyone wanted. And, and all of a sudden we're looking Alshon Turk, Mike Wallace. And we're like, yeah, like what, what is this? I don't, I don't know what to think. I don't know what to think of Philadelphia. It should be rich. Foles is, Foles is on that uh, Joe Flacco trajectory. Damn. I mean, I don't know what you mean by that, but it can't be a good thing. He had that, what, 2000, he had the 2012 Super Bowl win. And then everybody was like, oh, he's elite. Joe Flacco's elite with his gummy bears. And then uh and then he just kinda no. Who who's the excluding the quarterbacks, who's the one player on the who's the one player on the Eagles that you love to have on your dynasty team? Dynasty. Zach Ertz, probably. Aguilar. Yeah, I mean Aguilar, I have a lot I of uh, Aguilar and Ertz. <laughs> Ertz I I hate tight ends. They're I won't pay up for the expensive ones. So Aguilar yeah. is nice and cheap. And if they stay smart and keep him in the slot, then he will produce. But that's also hoping they stay, start, they stay smart with all of these hurt people. Hmm. Yeah, and I, I'm not saying that uh, he's necessarily a buy. Or it's a, I mean, I'd just oh, rather yeah. already have him. <laughs> oh, don't get me wrong. If it if cost didn't matter, I would be taking her. Yeah. Has Wentz gone down in Super 
Reflex Dynasty yet because I know that he was like the number one or two guy, you know, three four months ago. But he's ha he has to have fallen by now, right? A little bit. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I think he's still pretty one of the first ones taken off the board. Yeah, he's still pretty much top five locked in. I feel like he had he had yeah, ascended. I understand though. Dynasty being the long run, but. It almost was like people had ascended him like to numero uno status, which was yeah. He was yeah. the he was the number two quarterback in uh, the Dynasty Trades HQ listeners league, which is a sixteen team super flex, which I do not recommend, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <awesome. Holy> <laughs> <hell>. <laughs> that, that yeah, I'm like yo, I'm gonna fade quarterback, and then by the third round, they're all gone. Oh, <laughs> and you got Case Keenum as your number one dude. I did not play that game. Before the draft ended, Josh Rosen was my number one quarterback. Ugh. Yeah, I did some trading. <laughs> Ew, wee. Yeah, yeah but gross. 111, Carson Wentz went off. Oh, but it was Shane, so you don't know if that's real or not. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Shane. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoy that man. He crazy. I like it. <laughs> The uh, <laughs> uh, real quick, uh, just a quick shout out to the chat. Um, few of the few of the folks in here, kind of light today. I guess everyone's still uh, maybe hungover from the holiday, perhaps. I don't know. First lady of the open bar, Casey. What up, Casey? Uh, head hey, Casey. Head, hon <laughs> head honcho at DHH. Tyler Gunther. What up, Tyler? Uh, Kyle Breck with the Dynasty Dummies. What's happening? Uh, <laughs> and Delco Dan, Delco Dan drops in. Hey, uh, <laughs> what up, man? Uh, <laughs> so, um, before before we totally leave this Thursday night game, um, th does everyone believe in the bounce back of the Falcons? Yes or no? Yes. Bounce back. Um, I, I, I don't think they'll suck as bad. Does that count as bouncing back? Yes, it does. Okay, then yeah, I believe in it. Yep. I think they're just they're definitely due for a touchdown positive regression at the very least. Yeah, I mean everything surrounding Matt Ryan uh points towards him having a bounce back here. I mean, there were just some fluky things that happened to him last year. So he, he really wasn't, you know, just god awful compared to his MVP season. Um, uh, if you really look at if you take out some isolated weird incidents. So yeah, I'm all about that. And he kind of plays the uh um san francisco giants card of every other year winning the world series oh, yeah. every other year he's you know a q a qb1 so um this is his year <laughs> this is his year oh my gosh anywho uh <laughs> the yeah can we real quick any, uh is anyone scared for Le'Veon bill Yes, I, I, I actually am writing a start set, and I said to set Le'Veon Bell at least week one because last season he uh, he had his worst. He what he came back with ten no nine games to uh, go till their uh, opening game, and he had thirteen touches for like forty seven total yards, um, and he's still not back. And how far out are we? Like six days now. So, at least for week one, I don't like him. Um, we'll see if he actually does show up for week one. Well, he said he was showing up tomorrow, right? Or at uh, least that's what Twitter says. 
Uh, one of his teammates said that. Oh, I don't read articles, man. I read headlines. <laughs> so, Pro Football Talk just about an hour ago uh, posted that the Steelers appear ready to start James Conner this week, even if Le'Veon Bell reports. Um, if you if if you have Le'Veon Bell on any of your teams, are you scared that he's not a top five back? Because you're pretty yep. much banking on him being that since I don't know the last what four years, perhaps something like that. Um, are, are you are you scared at all? I would be. After you mean just for this year? Season. Yeah, let, let's talk this season, and we can we can go beyond. Uh, but but yeah, for this year. No, I think he's awesome. Not really. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, so let's just say the first two weeks he starts kind of slow, and he has another forty-seven yards from scrimmage game, and then he backs it up with another forty-seven yards from scrimmage game. I I still think he comes back to form and ends up being a top five back when it counts. Mm-hmm. My concern is with his 400-touch season, coming off of a 400-touch season, because there there seems to be a uh, loss in efficiency after 400-touch seasons. There seems to be higher risk for injury after 400-touch seasons. So I'm just wondering if that's going to affect him, especially not going into camp. This is oh. his second year under the tag, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He, he should have played the Khalil Mack card a couple years ago, you know, going into that last year, <laughs> you know, uh, needing the extension and then uh, requesting trade, making it all happen and whatever. So this is on you, Le'Veon. <laughs> he also didn't have the distinct pleasure of dealing with John Gruden instead of uh, Tomlin and the Roonies. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just dumpster fire there in Oakland. You should be happy. Very. <laughs> you, you got you guys don't like what Gruden's doing. So they went from the nineteenth oldest to the the oldest team in the league, um, and, and then trade their star stud edge rusher or linebacker, whatever you want to call him, for picks because they don't want to give him money. So you're rebuilding or you're getting old. My my biggest the the most. Uh, confusing part of it was they traded for two wide receivers and then they cut one of those wide receivers and then traded the other away. And I don't really understand what they were doing with that one. So wheels up Ryan Twitter. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, you look at their defense and it's basically, it's basically just Carl Joseph now. And then the ghost of Bruce Irvin. Yeah, the ghost of Bruce Irvin. <laughs> he was then, okay last year, right? And then zombie legs, Derek Johnson. Like seriously, <laughs> I, I like I like their rookie Kaiser White, um, but probably not for this season, though. He might have an impact. Yeah, you know, defensive players. players. <laughs> anyway, hey, man, you can knock Carl Joseph in, in the defensive West back. Virginia, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so I, what was it? Uh, J Mike, you and I were, were doing that draft for battle of the battle of the podcasts with, um, 11 other podcasts. And, uh, we were trying to scoop up a quarterback late and we did mention Derek Carr. Um, cause we have Cooper, right. And not that a tandem is, you know, required or necessary in any sort of draft, but it's sometimes nice with a late round quarterback, I suppose. Uh, decent strategy. What do y'all think about Carr then? Do you think that he can have any sort of bounce back or even if the Raiders are just 
bad as he, you know, a Blake Bortles type of year um, a few years back where he's just catching up the whole time and, and still puts up, you know, a QB one season. Is that possible? I think so. Uh, without a broken back, I think he'll <laughs> at least be close to what he was two years ago. And the volume is going to go up because their defense is going to be atrocious. So they're going to have to throw the ball, which is uh, I love a guy love Cooper this year because I don't, they don't have much else alive to catch the ball though. I do love Jared cook, but he has to actually be a thing before I could say he'll be a thing. <laughs> I'm tired of putting my neck out there for Jared cook and coming back, <laughs> coming back with, with a head less good grief. I've, I've never liked Derek Carr. I don't know. Um, he hasn't what broken 4,000 yards yet in his career. He only has Cooper this year. I mean, he has, you can argue whether Jordy is actually going to be useful. Um, but then they just signed Brandon LaFell, the 32 year old Brandon LaFell. And it just looks like they're oh, really aiming to run the ball more with their very old running backs. But their average age wasn't high enough. So they had to get LaFell. Right. <laughs> But Gruden said Jordy can still run. How, but how is how is Jordy not second on the team in targets this year, though? I mean, there's there's got to be value in that, right? Maybe, maybe not. Assuming that they're not grounding and pounding, you know, two yards at a time and are keeping up at the pass volume that they should because of how, again, bad their defense is going to be, then yeah, I think Jordy should be getting his targets, even if he does, you know, tone himself down from the big threat guy he used to be and just becomes... I hate saying Anquan Bolden for every kind of possession receiver, but if he does sort of turn into that kind of guy, he makes his change gracefully as he gets older, you know, as everyone calls the Fitzgerald transition. Yep. I mean, I'm not going out and buying him. Don't get me wrong. I want no part in it, but if you got him, I don't think you should cry about it. Travis, what are your thoughts on Jordy? I think uh, the, the targets are going to be there for him. Cause I mean, uh, I don't really. I mean, Jerry Cook's a, tie, a decent tight end, I guess, in terms of bad back end tight end ones. You know, <laughs> I mean, there's, there's there are several of those guys, and he's one of them. And, and so, yeah, he's he's in that tier. Uh, so he's not going to hog a bunch of targets. And I think Jordy has proven that he he doesn't always win with just crazy long, amazing deep speed. He just tends to uh, fight his way open time team. And he, well, when he was with Rogers, obviously they had a connection and he could just kind of do a back, back shoulder throw and win a contested situation. I don't know if he immediately has that kind of, um, you know, I don't know if he's in that in sync with, with car right away, but I think uh, he, he can win other ways. He doesn't have to rely on just his, his speed. And, and so I'm not super worried about him. I think, yeah, second targets, that's great, but I don't know if it's going to be a ton of volume because I mean last year the Raiders threw just over 500 times with they were they were kind of on the bottom end of the NFL in terms of actual pass attempts. So uh with Gruden I don't know if they really up that total and I don't know if he historically makes his wide receivers too too sexy for fantasy purposes. He does his wide receiver one, but so wide receiver two not so much, but uh, with Carr I think he he needs a, just a little bit more volume, right? I mean if you look at his overall pass attempts, he had like, I don't know, I think it was 60 or 70 below his average last year. So we want to knock him and see him ha he had a horrible season. It wasn't awful. His, t his touchdown percentage was below what it was normally, but he just didn't throw as much. So if he just throws a little bit more because they have to, maybe he's a, he is a streamer every single week. I, I like that take just because 
they're not going to be able to rely on 47 year old running backs. It's just not, <laughs> I don't think that's, I don't think that holds up. So yeah. Uh, real quick uh, for this season, uh, we'll leave it to this season. Um, Jordy Nelson or Mike Williams. Oof. With, with Antonio Gates back, I think he takes a little bit away from Mike Williams. So I'm going to say Jordy just because he's number two on that team. Yep. Agreed. What do you think, Gabe? Uh, uh, <laughs> <I> <laughs> Could you have a more just disappointed, I don't want to answer this groan? Pretty <laughs> much. It's, it's like, can I just not? <laughs> How's that sound, J Mike? Keep going down the list. Give me someone else I, I actually uh, want. Uh, uh, Jordy or Randall Cobb? <laughs> Scared of Cobb too. Cobb. <laughs> I don't know if that. I mean, Cobb's kind of the, you know, reasonable answer, but I don't know if they're trading him or trying to cut him or actually cut him. Like I don't know what they're doing to that man. <laughs> but it isn't. By the way, <laughs> they kept eight wide receivers. Do you guys see that? Eight yeah. wide receivers. Four tight ends, I believe. That just too. can't be good. Just can't be good for Cobb. Oh, you mean the Packers did? Wow. That's yeah, the crazy. Packers did. They kept eight. They kept all three of the rookies. They kept uh, Kumaro, but I think he's IR now. Yep. And then they, they still have Trevor Davis, I guess, to return kicks, basically. And then Geronimo, mainly because he just has a cool name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's about it. What, what do you guys think about the the Cobb versus Jordy? And you can just give quick names. So I got a couple other names I want to go through because I'm really interested in this right now. This is interesting to me. I go, I go Cobb in that situation. I, I think if, if Aaron Rodgers is healthy and, and Randall Cobb is on that team, unless something changes, he's going to be super productive. Uh, if, if he's healthy and Rodgers is healthy, there's just not, there's not really a way that that's not going to be a good thing. Exactly everything he just said. I'd rather, have, <laughs> I'd rather have Jordy just because I think Ty Montgomery takes that Cobb role from like 2014. So I yeah. just don't. I don't trust his injury history, and I just don't know if there's that many targets, especially with Jimmy Graham. I think we're forgetting that they have never really had a tight end that demanded targets, and I think Jimmy Graham is definitely going to demand a lot more targets. Don't you, you know, part of Michael Finley like that. <laughs> <laughs> part of Randall Cobb's uh, injury history is allegedly that he basically crushed his side on a microphone pack that he was wearing. That's right. I remember that. Yeah, it's like, do we really blame him for that? That was that was the the 2016 season where I think he did miss like three games. But outside of that weird injury, it's been since 2013 that he's that he's missed. Uh, you know, Sands Mike Pack injuries. He's missed more than just one game in a season. So I don't know. He, he's been more durable than I think we we give him credit for. But what's the whole back and forth of whether he's on the trade block, not on the trade block? You know, <laughs> is, is any of that real? I don't know. He's like, oh, well, he's on the last year of his deal, right? So yeah. like, they're yeah. trying to just get something out of him if they can. They probably just fished it out there. See, look, we've got seventeen other bad wide receivers. We we want to <laughs> figure out if you know if any of them are worth keeping. Either let's see if we can get anything. But I mean, they're gonna they're gonna they want to be good. They want to have playmakers that can get open, and that's gonna be one of the better ones to do that for them this year. So even if he gets you know traded after this year even if he's gone after this year whatever i think he's going to be there this season okay i'm i've got two more names still for don't you. like anyone j mike keep going okay <laughs> <laughs> i 
I think you'll you'll love this one. Devin Funches or Jordy Nelson. It's not 2017, J. Mike. It's all about DJ Moore now, pal. I'm fading Funches too. I don't know. Like, keep keep going. That's right. what this entire podcast is waiting until we find Gabe, a wide receiver that he loves. <laughs> Gabe is too good for all of your wide receivers. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll move. I'll move along. I would. Um, I would. I would take Funches though. I think he is the number one. I think he's the number one option on that team. Just to be fair and clear, but well, McCaffrey is probably the number one option on that team. But as far as wide receivers go, slash tight end. I think, I think he's their he's their best red zone target too. So sure, yeah, it's not going to be Greg Olson. He old, old. <laughs> Last he's one. Like, he's like thirty four. You guys, please tell me one of you are older than thirty four. Nope. 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 <laughs> God damn it, <laughs> J. Mike, you have like two gray hairs in your beard. You have oh, to man. be like, I, a, I've got a lot more. No, like right there. I see. Oh yeah, on the other side too. You got yeah. like the Rachel Ghoul thing going on soon. <laughs> wow, Rachel Ghoul. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, well I'm talking about Arrow on this show. I did not see that coming. I like Dude, that. But no, Batman. I'm 32. I'm He's 32. a Batman bad guy. 32. Sorry to disappoint you. Youngin. Uh, <laughs> Uh, last one. This is also going to be gross, but I'm picking all these gross receivers, and I'll, I'll tell you why in just a second. Uh, Jamison Crowder or Jordy Nelson? I love Jamison yeah, Crowder. Yeah, I love Crowder. <laughs> what? Love Jamison Crowder. You, you, you're you telling me the the short um, wide receiver, the guy that runs short routes with captain checkdowns, not a buy for you? Especially once Chris Thompson twists his ankle again? <laughs> oh, Jay Mike ain't happy. <laughs> <laughs> it, <laughs> no, I just I, I've never I've never seen it with Jameson. I just don't I don't understand I was the allure. Just drinking some Jameson. Hey, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's wonderful. It, I, I just ask that because all those guys are going approximately ten ish spots ahead of Jordy Nelson. Um, I mean, w- within somewhere within ten spots ahead of Jordy Nelson in terms of. Uh, fantasy football calculators, wide receivers. Um, they've got Jordy going toward the beginning of the ninth, whereas Crowder's going uh, mid seventh. So uh, I know those guys kind of fall in between. So I was just curious how how close Jordy would be from like I don't know fringe fringe wide receiver two or fringe flex for folks. I wouldn't be sad if he was my flex. No, I think he's he's exactly that. I mean, he's a especially a bye week flex, but uh, I don't know if I want to roll out week one and just be like, yeah, Jordy. Mm-hmm. I want <laughs> 15 points. Yes. I, uh, there's definitely guys I would want later. I mean, like guys like Kelvin Benjamin are going later than Jordy. Um, so it's just, I think there's guys with better volume than Jordy that I'd rather have. You want Nathan Peterman volume? No, no, I. <laughs> I was actually I was listening to a podcast today and they're talking about the the first three weeks and how terrible that that is for them. He's got like, yeah, they got the Ravens, the Chargers, and then I can't remember the third. They don't want Josh Allen to die, is what it right. Comes down to. So so we'll probably see Josh Allen in the fourth uh, fourth week. The when when it comes to, uh, golly, I lost my train of thought. 
Sorry, that was a fail. It was about how awesome Jameson Crowder is. Definitely not that. More about well, that Josh Crowder. Allen's going to be the best rookie QB this season. Ooh. Oh <laughs> no! Yeah. It, 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 Whoa. <laughs> I don't. I don't actually. <laughs> That's hot. That's hot. <laughs> Turn into I a. I just to swallow a bunch of vomit. Thank you very much. <laughs> wash it down. Wash it down with that tasty that, sandwich. That was super interesting because you said, uh, "This is who the who the Bills start the season with." Uh, Ravens week one, uh, Chargers week two, Vikings week three. Uh, oh, then, damn. They, then they go to Lambo week four. So it's like uh, uh, over under I, Peterman I think eight the interceptions. Are a decent defense as well too. I mean, the a surprising defense and their secondary is coming coming around. So the yeah, all four of those are not <laughs> going to be good. Then then they, then they then they host the Titans after the Packers, and then they go to Houston. Also on the rise. I like, guess going to be also, a, they're, so they're going to be over. They're going to be over going into Indianapolis. <laughs> I know my first six eliminator picks. Exactly. So when the Bills get the first overall pick, did they take a quarterback? Uh, not this year's class. No. Well, we got take, our Devi uh, guy, Travis, say things about that. Say things? Justin <laughs> Herbert, what up? Yeah, I do like Justin Herbert. I do like Will Greer. I do like Drew Locke. I do like Jared Stidham even to an extent, but I don't like any of them at number one overall. I think there's going to be like a half dozen defensive guys that go before any quarterback potentially next year. Um, and a couple of them I don't really even agree with that are being you know just completely overhyped right now, especially one guy who doesn't really even have a pro position. Um, Ooh, but, I mean, Ed Oliver is just going to not play what he's playing now. But, oh, you, know. you better not let Daryl f- hear that from. Uh... <laughs> no, I, I I like him. He's he's hilarious. I mean, it's just hilarious watching him play like his level of competition most weeks. I mean, he just wrecks people. But he's not going to play interior. You know, he's he's not going to be a defensive tackle. I mean, he's just unless he adds like twenty pounds. So I, I don't know. It's just it, it'll be interesting to see what happens with him. But what, anyway, I. I, I but do you like any of those QBs more than Quarter- Josh Allen? I like all four of the ones I just mentioned. <laughs> Josh Allen. I could probably I could probably name five other quarterbacks for next year's class. It's not even that good that I like a little bit more than Josh Allen. But um, but yeah, I think uh, I think Will Greer will probably start at some point next year. Justin Herbert, uh, if he comes out and actually stays healthy, he will. Uh, I think Drew Locke definitely will. Uh, he's already learned a, a, a completely different system than uh, he was running last year, which is more of a pro style. And everyone was worried he's going to, you know, he's going to suffer with volume and everything. And he just drops like 50 points in week one. And so I, I think he's going to be a lot of fun to watch too. Hmm. Not to mention the, the billion and one receivers who are going to be drafted, which Buffalo could also use a couple of those. RIP Corey Coleman. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's my boy. Jeez. I think that broke a lot of hearts. <laughs> I don't know if I've seen a plummet like that before. <laughs> Troy Williamson, maybe, like, yeah, that's a good one. It's a, it's a long, and that's forever ago, right? Yeah, you know, unless Trent had some time on top before he went far, far down. He had at least a decent couple of touchdowns before he got traded and then fell into oblivion, or he went to Canada or something like that. What was the other? <laughs> what was the other Browns receiver? Little, right? Greg Little? Greg, Greg Little. Little. Yeah. He's got cut by the Cardinals. Yeah, I was about to say, he's like still in the league oh, or yeah, something. Yeah, he's trying to. He, he, he was making a comeback. So, Corey Coleman, there is uh, still a chance, pal. <laughs> Just meet up with Trent in Canada. 
you get like a 10, 10 yard head start to, to take off. I hear. <laughs> all right, Stompy, what's next on the show sheet, buddy? <laughs> I, I've been waiting all, all night to talk, uh, <laughs> have we talk even, shit about the Seahawks defense. Have oh. we hit on the show sheet at all? I haven't even looked at it. Uh, we, we touched on Corey Coleman right there. <laughs> Did we? Okay, Corey Coleman was in. Why'd you put that on the show sheet? Because he got cut. Yeah. Okay. You know what? (laughs) Don't talk to your senior show sheet writer like that. Quit making fun of me. I'm very, very sensitive. Probably going to quit by next week. (laughs) By the way, we need a show sheet for next week. Thank you. Yes, sir. (laughs) There's another cut, Dan Bailey. Oh, I think Twitter was the most upset about Dan Bailey getting yeah, cut. I think so. Because his accuracy, Dallas man. Fans. Dallas fan. A lot uh, of money, a lot of money going around. Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, can y'all call Dan Bailey like now? Seriously. Uh, the, What's wrong with Caleb Sturgis? He's not Dan Bailey. Okay. Or uh, the guy with the awesome name. The guy that. Young Way Koo? Yes. The yeah, guy that Young missed Way-Koo. practically every single kick he kicked. Ball, but he could, it doesn't matter. He's got a cool name. Do a backflip, or is that? Yeah, I was about to say, is that the dude that kicked a field yes, goal? Do a backflip? It is. That is him. And, uh, Maybe he'd be more accurate if he did that during the game. Sturgis <laughs> beat out uh, Aguayo, um, Halal's homie. Um, Aguayo, he loves that third round kicker. So. <laughs> Wasn't he a second round kicker? Second, yeah, second round kicker round. was out. Yeah. Of work. <laughs> Jeez, it was that bad. It's that bad. Well, on the subject of special teams and players that kick things, uh, does anyone have any punter analysis? Because our, J. Mike, our uh, LFO, LFO draft tomorrow, uh, the Lit Fantasy Organization, we've we've got our um, boy brand, boy band brand uh, in the open bar, the official boy band of the open bars LFO. We I added a punter for the <laughs> for the league this year. <laughs> wow. I mean, so so who's got who's got the hot punter takes? I need I need to know who to draft for my punter. I was on vacation like two weeks ago, and I checked Twitter after not being on for like three nights, and every other tweet was about the freaking Seattle punter like rolling a ball oh, out right. at the two yard line. Okay, one on one. Go Brett Kern. Brett Curtin. I mean, like if you just look at last year. I mean, he was, he was a Pro Bowl punter, man. Titans. What's his name? Brett? Brett Kern. Brett Kern? That's all, that's all you need, man. Brett all Kern. Right. Okay. Yeah. How the, the Titans good. have so many Pro Bowl and and all pro players? And it's the mayonnaise, it's garbage man. as they were. I don't get it. Yeah, it's the mayonnaise, man. <laughs> garbage <laughs> as they were, and they, they won a playoff game, man. My goodness. Travis. Nice. Travis. Were, the were they good last lot. year, Travis? They they were decent last year. <laughs> Their offense was not. Their offense was was gross. And I want to like I want to like the Titans. I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to offend you, Travis. You no, were like, no, no, were, no, you mean garbage. Mm-hmm. I take umbrage with that comment. No, I, I recognize. I've recognized when they were. I mean, like back in 2014, I I went to some practices and I was like, oh my gosh. This might be the worst NFL roster I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> but they're not that anymore. They're they're making strides and they're they're close. They're uh they need to stay healthy. But uh Brett Kern, that's all you really need to know. Punter. And Darren yeah. Darren Darren Bates for special teams team captain. 
if you can work that into your fantasy league somehow. <laughs> I'm going to go see if that's an option. <laughs> I want to add more unreasonable roster spots yeah. in the league. <laughs> what about Marquette, Marquette King in altitude this year? You guys are on your homer picks. I'm, y'all killing me right now. I'm just kidding. I like it. What oh makes God. what makes a good punter though? Like for does uh, anybody know a punter not from their team? I'm pretty sure I don't know ours, J Mike. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, that's so. Oh, that's great. I'm pre- do you know? I don't. I wow. see. I don't. I don't. No, I mean, actually, I, I mean, I feel so you're bad. just talking about the the Seahawks punter, isn't it? his name's like it's, Dixon or something? Yeah. It's right on. I I feel like I've seen. It's just that it changes so much. I feel like I. Hold on, I got now. I'm curious, but what? Because I know, like with field with kickers, you kind of think of teams that maybe have poor red zone efficiency or just score, you know, score a lot of points. That helps too. What what makes a good punter? You know, what scores uh, a lot of having having a cool we, name is, like is Doug... Rigoberto Sanchez. Okay, I'd, I'd vote for that guy for Pro Bowl. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the Colts punter. I mean, I'm, that's, you know, I'm from Indiana originally, so. I'm on my buddy's like, yeah, Rigoberto. Sometimes Brad, I wish you can get first names on jerseys. I would oh, no. totally buy that jersey. <laughs> See, this is why I didn't know, J. Mike, because our, our punter this year was drafted in the 2018 draft. Logan Cook. Last year it was Brad Nortman. Now it's Logan. I mean, it's such a, a weak position. It just you know fluctuates so gosh darn much. And you chose to add it to the fantasy. League. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't think I've talked about punters this much in my entire life. Like, You're welcome. Like, we're running on like seven and a half minutes on punters. That's right. So, it's so disgusting. Is Doug is Doug Eddie in the chat? Oh my he, gosh! You guys have not. to Google Steve Weatherford right now. This guy is a very strong punter. He's like a guy. Man. Steve Weatherford. Steve Weatherford. <laughs> the old dude from the Jets. He's a he's well, a punter. His keys. This guy's big. Brandon Brandon Rojas in the chat says that he can name ten to fifteen punters. Challenge. 10 to go. Brandon, go. Yeah, go. Brandon, you're looking at Google. You're gonna have to prove it, Brandon. You've got sixty seconds. Let's go. Start Somebody talking. Yeah, we'll check, we'll even check enter. Even enter. In uh, sixty <laughs> seconds. While we look at pictures of Steve Weatherford. I mean, look at yeah, this. We're about guy. to pull this up have right now. Have you guys seen this yet? 60 seconds. Hold on, hold on, real quick. People listen to this football. Oh my god, <laughs> okay. You'd be surprised, Travis. <laughs> you'd, you'd be surprised. Are you not satisfied, Travis? No, no, he's not. Apparently, wow. I'm just surprised. <laughs> <laughs> People listen to this, he said. <laughs> oh my god, Jamie, I got this is the last monster. show. Yo, yeah, this is oh it. He's god. got seven. Brandon's got seven so far. You've got 30 seconds, Brandon. Don't let us down. And that was a fast, that was really fast. Well done. That seems a little too alphabetical order for me. Hey, uh, <laughs> Travis, about, about the Titans, though, and it seems like we've been kind of talking about bounce back teams a little bit. I, I, understand it could be a little bit biased so we'll you know maybe not hear your opinion everyone else's opinion but do the titans bounce back yep and it's is it even a bounce back i mean they made the playoffs but they're also they just weren't all that fantasy i mean the bills made the playoffs last year doesn't mean too much how do how do you do you got stuck on seven um, it's actually still pretty good. Like, can I, you boot? Can you boot him out of the yeah. chat now for being oh, on here? 
seven, seven more than than I would get. Good job. He said he was on a roll and hit a wall. <laughs> <laughs> kind of sounds like this episode. The yeah. moment Travis said that people actually listen. People listen. listen. Hey. <laughs> No, who's not, not getting a Christmas card this year? <laughs> hey, I'm just messing with you guys, but I can't actually. Can you guys actually still hear me? Because it was like a bunch of feedback there for a second. So, oh yeah, loud and clear, okay. perfect. Mm-hmm. But what? So thoughts about the Titans though? Oh, I'm all in on Mariota this year. Yeah, yeah. and I love Corey Davis. Wheels up, right? Wheels up I, in Tennessee. I just, I mean, I just mentioned this on another podcast last week, but. Uh, I mean, Matt LaFleur, it was basically like he's got the golden touch. I talked about this last this past spring uh, when LaFleur came over uh, to the Titans. Uh, but basically, if you look at his his track record with quarterbacks, I mean, he's obviously been paired with some fantastic offensive coordinators. But if you look at it, I mean, he was with Jared Goff, completely fixed him. And, and, and obviously, he was with Sean McVay, and that system was a great change, but fixed some just fundamental problems that looked that were looking horrible with Goff. And then he was a quarterback's coach for Matt Ryan in his MVP season. And yes, Kyle Shanahan was there, but so was Matt LaFleur. Before that, he was with Everett Golson uh, at Notre Dame and turned an, a really mediocre Notre Dame quarterback into one of the best quarterbacks in college football. And then he disappeared as soon as LaFleur was gone. And even before that, he was with RG3 in 2012 as his quarterback's coach and the only season we ever cared anything about RG3. So I think everywhere he's gone, he's fixed something that was fundamentally wrong and taken somebody somebody who, you know, maybe wasn't even in and of himself good enough to take that next step, but he found uh, how to do that and, and just took advantage of their strengths. So I'm excited uh, to see what that looks like for Mariota specifically this year. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I just hope everybody stays healthy more than anything. Of course. And just, I mean, all – how diverse all of those quarterbacks are that you just listed. <laughs> I mean, Matt Ryan, pocket passer, Jared Goff, pretty much that too. But, you know, um, and then RG3 and Golson kind of moving around and, and Mariota's maybe a mix of that, I guess, Let, yeah. less movement. But um, yeah, so it's it's interesting. I'm, I'm intrigued too. I'm excited to see what he, what he can do. Except against the Jaguars. I hope they plummet <laughs> Balance. Well, and he had like his lowest touchdown. Per- Mariota had his lowest touchdown percentage last year, his lowest uh, yards per attempt, adjusted yards per attempt. So he's definitely due for a bounce back as as well, even even without Lafleur. I think. Yeah, and people forget. I mean, he he was still he wasn't even sprinting or like running around at full speed until halfway through the preseason, and really even then he was still hampered. Because uh, I mean, he basically just shattered his knee, um, like at the end of last season. So he was just really not healthy to start the season, and then he messes up his hamstring, and you can tell his gait is just j- all jacked up. He's basically throwing throwing the football just flat footed. Uh, so I don't know. There were there were some other things that were not really talked about in the national media that were just problems for Mariota. So I think there there are ways where he can definitely b- bounce back and and surprise some people. Derrick Henry or Royce Freeman? Freeman. Yes, yes I asked that on purpose. Say Royce Freeman. I asked that on purpose with these two. Yeah, Broncos and Titans guys here. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Just curious. <laughs> throwing, yeah, then throwing Penny. Free, Freeman's looked really good this preseason. Um, he's finally got named the starter. I think, despite 
Vance Joseph. Um, and I just, he, he looked great in college and I think he continues it into the NFL. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to go Freeman actually. Um, yeah. I, I like Freeman a whole lot. Anyway. I'm going to go with Henry because I own more of him. Oh, okay. <laughs> Spot on analysis. Yeah. <laughs> speak, speaking into existence for us. Speaking oh, into yeah. existence. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, in, in the chat, and again, shout out to everyone in the chat rocking with us. A whole bunch of folks jumped in since I last shouted everyone out. Uh, what up, Stepney? Uh, hey. What? <laughs> Stepney in the building. Uh, Cold man. Cody Kutz was in, in the building. Hey. Um. Let's see here. Uh, and oh, Zach from the Dummies also. What up, Zach? I saw Trader Joe jumped in there at one point. Trader, yeah, Trader Joe was up in the beginning. What up, Trader Joe? Uh, sorry about that. Um, Co Cody brings up a good point, which I, and and Sam, I think you'll have something to say about this as well. Emmanuel uh, Sanders, Week One versus the Seattle Seahawks. Wheels up, right? Dude, anybody against the Seahawks wheels up this year. <laughs> what? How sad is that to say? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, I'm probably being hyperbolic with it, but just looking at like DVOAs and who they lost and stuff from last year, they are not going to be good on any facet of the uh, defensive side of the ball. I don't um, know what DVOA stands for, and I could tell you that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, in terms of Emmanuel Sanders, uh, Case Keenum was targeting him heavily this offseason. I believe he was the most – that pairing was the most successful in terms of completion percentage um, in, in the preseason. So you may be looking at like an Adam Thielen-type um, connection with oh Keenum where he, he likes that kind of flanker, flanker slot guy over – but, I mean, both of them, both him and DT – just like Thielen and Diggs can both finish in the top 24 um, Diggs, I finished, finished 18th last year, but he only played what 12 games. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think Emmanuel Sanders had a lot of injury issues last year, but he was still playing very well with some very poor quarterback plays. So he finishes wide receiver 20 in 2016 with uh, Simeon. And Peyton's last year when he had Peyton and Osweiler, he finished as wide receiver 19. So you get a better quarterback who is probably going to be targeting him a decent amount. And you could, I, I can honestly see top 16 and even top 12 wide receiver numbers if he continues, if he gets kind of that feeling share of the targets like uh, Thielen saw last year. I'm all in on the Broncos offense. I think they're awesome for this year and for ever. <laughs> infinity and beyond for real so I, I just i i mean i'm sad they let go of carlos henderson I, I loved him but he's actually on the practice squad did they sign okay that's that i mean that doesn't actually give me hope but it gives me hope anyway <laughs> yeah. uh but no i i love everything they've done i if i didn't hate them so much i'd love them <laughs> <laughs> well you still love them when neither emmanuel sanders or demarius thomas play for them next year Oh God, I love Sutton and I love Deshaun Hamilton. So yeah, I, and I'm I have so many Royce Freeman shares. It's ridiculous. So yeah, I I love where that team's going, and I will obviously like Case Keenum over whatever they had last year. But I'd be fine if he was their QB of the future. Well, and, and yeah, so they they've built for the future. They have uh, Swag Kelly behind Keenum. Um, yeah. 
But I mean, he was honestly, if he wasn't such a bonehead, he probably would have been a uh, first three round QB talent. Um, he was probably one of the better QBs to come out last year uh, in terms of his college production. So, I mean, they, I think they have at least their QB of the future on the roster. We'll say that. Plus they've been, like I said, building for the future with Sutton, with Hamilton, with Royce Freeman, maybe if the, or if uh, Carlos Henderson can get his head on his shoulders, they might have a decent wide receiver core in the next year or two. Jake, Butt and Jake, Butt. See, well, there's a good wide receiver class next year too. So, um, you could always get kind of a late guy in there as well. They, the Broncos start with the Seahawks, the Raiders, the Ravens, and the Chiefs. Three, three out of four really bad defenses. Yep. Or at least last year, bad, I should say. Ravens' defense was good. No, that's what I'm saying. The Ravens is the one. So the Chiefs oh, okay, were bad. Yeah, yeah. The Raiders were bad. And the Chiefs the got worse. The Seahawks got worse. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Yeah, the Chiefs. The Raiders got a lot more. worse. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Three and one, baby. I just find it interesting. It could be a hot start. It could be a fun. Um, might be the might be the window to possibly sell if you don't love the Broncos, but you you get a lot of production out of them. Or of course, you just ride it. We'll see. That'll be fun. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? I'm just On thinking out loud. I'll, even, I'll say, I don't even know why we're saying it, but how dare you? <laughs> I, I'll mute. I'll just mute. My bad. <laughs> Bye, J. Mike. Nice he actually muted himself. Wow. <laughs> That's dedication to his podcast. Yeah. To the brand. Uh, all right. Uh, what's what's next? Do we have anything else on your show sheet, Stompy? I don't even know anymore. We we've what veered is, off the rails here. What is uh? What is what are Ren and Stimpy? What are they? A dog Anyone and a know? cat? Are they? Like, dog. I think yes. they're both dogs. <laughs> no, Stimpy's a cat. No, I think he's like a chihuahua. That's Ren is this chihuahua. Stimpy's the cat. Okay. Travis, do Maybe. you have a take? You still can't believe people listen to this? Uh no. Um <laughs> no. I, I actually I think it I think yeah, Ren is the yeah, no, I I think Russ is right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dog and a cat. That's it. Okay. <laughs> oh my God, Jay, Mike, unmute yourself so we have something to talk about. Everyone else got to talk about their team. I think it's I think it is our turn. Um, or just one thing I kind of wanted to mention that I read today that and this could change in a blink, but it looks as if Keelan Cole and Dante Moncrief are starting opposite of each other for the Jaguars. Does that mean anything to y'all? Does it? I thought it what was are your thoughts? Everything. Everything. Uh, I think Keelan Cole's awesome. Everything. <laughs> Does that help? Yeah, super helpful. Yay. <laughs> uh, no, because they're going to run the ball a whole lot. Oh, no, I think Keelan Cole's a top 24 wide receiver at the very least. Ooh. I think that's kind of spicy, and I like it. Yeah. Uh, Travis's face. <laughs> I know. I can't wait to get that one back. <laughs> if, you don't watch us live, if you don't watch this live on Tuesday nights, that his face alone, <laughs> Keelan Cole, top 24 wide receiver, is, is worth the price of admission by itself. <laughs> that was bad. Oh, man. Top 24. 
right, talk then. to it. Talk to it. Well, so, well, here, let me let me defend that statement at the very least. So last, I mean, weeks 13 through 17, he was wide receiver five. Um, weeks 13 through 16, he was wide receiver three. So wide, week 17, I think he finishes like wide receiver 65 or something. So brought his average down. But um, when he got the chance and he got the targets, he put up numbers. And now without, without Marquise Lee, I, I think Keelan Cole is the number one wide receiver on that team. Yes, you have Dante Moncrief, who's a glorified tight end at this point. Damn right. Um, um, and then D.D. Westbrook, and and you can argue Bolitnikoff all you want, but he he's had some drop issues. Um, he DJ had the drop issues. D.J. Chark, do Oh, God. I just... <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> So I, I, J. Mike has kids. He knows what's going on. <laughs> Donna. Oh, that's good, Russ. <laughs> I mean, I won't, I won't say I you know, thought of that originally, but I definitely stole it from somebody. Oh, it, man. It may have been the dummies. I can't remember. I'm still giving you that one. That's a good one. <laughs> if, you don't fool with, if you don't fool with kids and it just went over, it's, it's okay. And it's for the better, man. It's for the better. Or is it for the, the 32 and above? Is that was who's that? That one's for. Well, I feel like this is something that you probably dealt with in school, Gabe. The, the oh. baby shark, the baby shark song, baby, baby shark, do do baby shark, do 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 we need I'm glad to I have your sample curriculum. now, so I can use this later. But <laughs> all right, so I'll let I'll let uh, Travis come back at me. <laughs> I think this follow, is what I want to follow for all night. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know how you follow that actually. I, I I don't know what else there is to say. That was just high class analysis <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to the Jaguars receiving core oh uh, no i think uh, no keelan cole he, he's fine i mean if you look back i mean everywhere he's gone he's just e eaten up targets uh, on an offense somehow like even dating back to uh i guess it was what it was kentucky wesleyan which is division 48 in uh in football <laughs> and uh, no it's funny i i grew up uh, right next to i'm about to finish my master's through the the university um that actually plays them in basketball all the time. University of Southern Indiana, you know, Kentucky Wesleyan would come to play their basketball team all the time. So I'm familiar with the Kentucky Wesleyan, but they're just, uh, you know, he had like a, a stupid dominator in college. I think it was over 60% dominator in final season, which, you know, if for lis listeners that aren't familiar with dominator rating, uh, dominator rating is just like basically your, your combination of your team's receiving yards and your receiving touchdowns. And he basically accounted for 60% of his college offense. Which is just absurd, and and so I, I don't think that anything near that uh, is attainable in the pros uh, because I mean even the studs like Antonio Brown, Julio Jones, even those guys only account for about half that, about thirty percent of their their offense uh, through the air in any given season. And I don't expect Keelan Cole to even sniff that. And even if he did in terms of targets, I think he would still be massively inefficient. Not even really just because of his own doing, but because of who's throwing him the football. And I think that's the knock against DJ Chark. I think that's the knock against Latte Moncrief. I think even, even if he gets 20 more targets, 30 more targets, you're, you're looking at a guy who's more of a Robbie Anderson 
who could, you know, sneak into top 24 conversation, but I don't think he'll even be able to be as effective as Robbie Anderson. So he's probably in that 25 to 33 range, but I think if sneaking into the top 24, that just makes me feel a little bit uh, too optimistic because uh, it's, it's going to take a lot of targets, probably about 114, 115, 116 in that range. So that's a lot of uptick from last year consistently, and he's going to have to score some touchdowns too. I think we need to get Bobby Koch up in here to defend his hashtag the Blake. Yeah, I'll be <laughs> about that. I, I respect the disrespect towards Bortles, just m- mostly to the degree that it's just a different team and that they run the ball a whole lot more. Blake, Blake Bortles has had two top 24 wide receivers before it was kind of when it was a lot of garbage time and a lot of catch up. That's fair. No mustard, but we, <laughs> a, by the way, a few nights ago, I, has anyone just ever had a teaspoon of mustard before? God, no. what? It, okay. It was just, <laughs> <laughs> it was just a, it was a, it was a, Oh no, I shouldn't have said this. Cause I, we always, <laughs> The Jaguars fans trash the the Titans fans for eating mayonnaise, (laughs) which we don't do. Well, you know, sure. (laughs) 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 To each his own. Uh, But anyways, we're we're about hipsters. Like we we eat avocado and stuff here in Nashville. (laughs) Oh, you're an avocado Uh, toast person. I'm not, but Austin and Nashville alike. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that's what that's why he had to leave downtown because he's not an avocado <laughs> exactly <laughs> eating too many too much avocado toast he couldn't afford his rent <laughs> exactly <laughs> so now we just afford they're not cheap anymore i don't think that's due to the hipsters i think that's due to something else but this isn't a political podcast <laughs> uh, so anyways he's had two top 24 wide receivers before um don't think it can happen anymore though especially if the jaguars are successful so i i can respect that and i i think there's is only room for one if there's one and yeah it, that's and that's why i was opening up the discussion about is it cole is it can it be moncrief you know uh dd westbrook's playing a lot in the slot is is in the preseason could it sneakily be him um Rich man Russ, who's gone. Oh, no. I had to yawn. I didn't want to be rude and do it on the screen. I'm old. This is like my bedtime. No. Rich man, respectful rich man Russ. Radden, ours, all over the place. But yeah, all about that I alliteration. Mm-hmm. The uh in, in the chat, Brandon, a couple couple questions that came in that I I think would be interesting for us to, to talk through. Um Brandon Rojas just asked uh, Juju Baldwin. Demarius Thomas, Josh Gordon. Who does he sit week one? We, Josh Gordon. We know that Denver and Seattle play each other. Uh, I can look up who everyone else has. Well, I just think uh, Josh Gordon, is. they're going to pr- try and prove a point. Oh, yeah. With him. And the Browns yes. play the Steelers. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, they already came out and said that Josh Gordon wasn't going to be a starter, even though he's going to contribute. And they said that they're probably going to play him for like 50% of snaps so that even though he was an idiot and you can't trust what he says you can trust him to be an idiot so I would just I'd be too worried to play Josh Gordon right away I'd want to see what they actually do with him yeah I I have to agree I I, the only other one I would think would be Baldwin just because Denver's secondary is pretty good but they're going to be throwing a lot um because they're 
as as good as their secondary is, their their front seven is very good at stopping the run. So I just think that Seattle's going to be throwing a lot, and there's not a lot to throw to. So is Dem- is Denver's secondary still good? Oh yeah. I mean, okay. With that, I mean, yeah, losing Talib isn't Chris great. Chris will probably be on Baldwin, huh? Um, but Roby, Roby's a good. I mean, he he would have been a starter for basically every team last year. He was just he was a great cornerback uh, three. He now steps into that starting role. It's a step down, but um, I think that's a, with that's a big step. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I <laughs> well, I think uh, Baldwin. He also plays a lot from the slot and plays those quick slant routes that he's good at getting separation from. And I mean, even if there isn't a lot of yards after the catch, uh, PPR wise, I think he'll still give you a very wide receiver two ish game. Um, Josh Gordon is going to be boomer bust anyway. And if he's not going to get a lot of snaps, then you're really banking on one like 40 yard touchdown to sustain you for the week. So I, I would avoid that. I'd sit. I'd still sit, Gordon. Baldwin and Baldwin's playing at you know at in his own words, you know, 85 percent for likely that first game through many games. I, I would still probably start Baldwin over Gordon though, just because I'm okay sitting Gordon for even if he does blow up. I it would just provide comfort that he is back of mm-hmm. sorts, you know, or you know, and and that's okay to sit him for that first week and and not risk that. Yep. So. Uh... That I remember the Titans line. Show me, Bama. Show me. You got to show me, Josh Gordon, before I put, put you in my lineup. <laughs> I, can't ta- I can't be taking donuts to start the year. Mind you, Baldwin no playing Krispy out Kreme. of the slot. Um, he is playing. He would be lined up across from Chris Harris, who is one of the top. Uh, we'll, we'll call him top three slot corners in the league. So I, I, I agree. I know, but <laughs> I agree. But. But just just saying. <laughs> what do you think, Travis? Who who do you sit there? Yeah, I I, I agree with Gabe. It's like uh, you know, who are you most okay with missing on? It's like I, I, like who are you gonna kick yourself less less for? And I'm gonna go with a guy who's basically you know been gone from his team for most of the preseason and really has been kind of a head case on the team. Like Russ said, they're just dumb enough to screw it up and, <laughs> and they're going to somehow. And they're going to just make that offense fail, even though they have the, the best set of playmakers they've had in a, in a while on that roster, they're going to screw it up. Uh, and it's going to be like uh, Seth, Seth devolve with the, the, the only touchdown yeah. with one or something, you know, it's just going to be bad. The <laughs> I want to come. I want to. Can we come? I want to come right back to the Steelers Browns for a second because something how we just didn't hit me. Mentioned Juju at all? Like he is a lock to start out of those three. By the way, sorry. Play, I keep I play, play, play Juju. Yeah. Play Juju. Oh, yeah. Play Play DT. Play both of those guys. Heck yeah. Uh, the uh, next next up, uh, Cody Kutzer. What up, Cody? Uh, he asks. Yeah, another oh, guy. He doesn't really ask. Yeah. Oh yeah. Also a, a, a contributor, right, to TFA. Yes, he is. Um, he said ASJ is going to eat. Tell me I'm right. I feel like you're right. It, it, yeah, you're right. That, first of all, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like ASJ has been like the the uh, what's the word? Like creme de la creme of like late round tight end drafting, right? Mm-hmm. So so your 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 Ricky Seals Jones, your ASJs, 
uh, just a lot of double last name action. Yeah. Um, I think that those are just a couple of guys that I like a lot. If you're like, Hey, I'm, I'm just punting tight end. And I feel like they're able to be scooped the end of like just about every draft. It feels like for me this season. So uh, what, what say you guys? All right. No one else is talking. I'd like ASJ a lot more if uh, Moncrief wasn't there. Uh, Cause like Sam joked before Moncrief is a glorified tight end. So he's going to steal some of those red zone looks. Uh, and on third and short, it's not like they're passing. So that's going to all go to Leonard Fournette. Yeah. There's like 200 targets open, right? I mean, Marquise right. Lee had like 100. Uh, Hearns had like 50-something. And Mercedes Lewis had like 50-something. So there's like 200 targets gone. So there's there's a lot of opportunity. And I know that most of Mercedes Lewis's production came in like one week where he had like two <laughs> touchdowns. But, I mean, yeah, his, that five touchdown total <laughs> – was actually what the most on the team for receiving? I don't know. That's intriguing, I guess, as, as far as free tight ends go. ASJ is definitely uh, up there. Just, just, just throwing that out there because I thought I thought that's a lot of fun to think about in terms of what's next. And they play the Giants. Oh, uh, then yeah, start him. Who are also <laughs> like, at least last season, I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, they were super tight end that friendly. Was like the team to. And all they did was add Alec Ogletree, who is awful. So, you know, they probably made themselves right. Right. He's He's, he's god-awful in coverage. They, oh, they're just, their linebackers are terrible in coverage. What did he do to you for you for him to, for you to call him god-awful? What did he do to you? Did he bully you? He didn't do anything. Life? He's just terrible in coverage. Much like He's Todd the one Davis that gave him the nickname he talked about. Yeah. The yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I knew Ogletree in college. It's, <laughs> hated it. The Man. originator of the underscore stump. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. For finding a replaceable nickname. I, mean, I, I couldn't figure it out. Uh, uh, okay, let's let's run back to the let's run back to the Steelers and, and uh, Browns. Um, has anyone else thought about the fact that Todd Haley is going up against the Steelers week one? Yeah, no. <laughs> I have not. <laughs> I find that super intriguing. I don't know why. I don't know. Did he quit or was he let go? I don't even remember anymore. Like, was his contract up or did they fire him? Does anyone have it? I don't think he was fired. I thought he just moved. I just, I thought he took the job, moved on yeah. to, for, for Cleveland. Oh, then whatever. So <laughs> that's not like a revenge game that, you know, like they dropped him or something. He probably just realized he was getting fired and that gives him a chance of being interim head coach. I think, I think the NFL always sets up those interesting matchups in general, but you know, week one, especially, I mean, you got OBJ and Ramsey too, like that, that'll be pretty fun. And um, there's a couple others that stuck out to me that I can't think of off the top of my head, but uh, uh, Bill's Ravens, right. Uh, the, the Ravens lose on fourth down to the Bengals gets the bills in the playoffs. The bills love Andy Dalton now. Yep. No, nope. uh, okay. nobody wants to. Nobody wants to stretch with me. Okay. I, they actually, <laughs> hey, I got one. I got one. What do you got? So uh, Luke Falk was the third quarterback for the Titans, and he got <laughs> he's the fourth in Miami. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Revenge. Yes. Get him, Luke. That's good. They're gonna send him out for the coin flip. Oh, no, it's it's over now. It's over. Yeah, throw hands. 
Actually, what's hilarious about Luke Falk is his warm-up drill. <laughs> he does throw hands. Like I'll do it like on the camera. Like this is his thing. Like he like well he'll walk up and down the sideline just warming up like this. It got to the point where like other defensive players were like mock him. Like well <laughs> walk up and do it with him. Like Coach Brable even one practice walked up behind Luke Falk and was like doing like this. Like, I, like <laughs> what's the record round? What's he doing? <laughs> wow. Yeah, he, I don't know, man. It was just he, he had the the strangest warm up routine. That's probably why they cut him. But, that uh, looks like a move on the sideline to you know say what what audible it is. That looks no, like it's it, he's just like by himself. He'd like be the <laughs> one of the first guys out there, just walking in a straight line, doing this, like just waving his arms back and forth. And does I he have headphones in? Maybe he has like some cha cha music. He's just like <laughs> no, I, you know what? I wasn't close enough to see if he had headphones in. That might be it. That 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 is probably the best explanation I've actually heard. Gangster. I don't really know. He's just subtly yeah. trying to get a dance go viral in my feelings type thing, you know. Probably he's making his play for Dancing with the Stars. Do the follow. Yeah. I think he's just trying to get that follow. duet with Travis May. I mean, to really just get out there and, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cut a rug and yeah, in, in what was once Adelphia, Adelphia Field or whatever it was at one point. Wow, Adelphia, that's a throwback. Yeah, throwback. Was, that, that's what it was before LP. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> oh, that's oh, good. I'm out of I'm out of interesting bullets for week one. I'm sorry. Yeah, really? I, did, I did my best. Yeah, I mean, Houston plays New England, which I think is just a, a really fun game. Speaking of New England, um, are, are we buying Chris Hogan top twenty four receiver this year? I yep. think so. It's certainly within the range of possibilities. I, I'm yeah. kind of more worried about durability, if anything. With with Chris, Hogan. It seems like he doesn't play all 16 games and that would that's just what concerns me most fair enough i feel like no no if like he plays all 16 i think it's fair to say yeah uh, probably a lock for top 24 i mean obviously we're, we're not even thinking of cordero patterson though he's, hey, he's, turn up. <laughs> <laughs> he's the guy oh my gosh and dorset yeah no i just it, it, uh with Amendola gone and and no Malcolm Mitchell and like what do you, I I, uh, I don't even know what to make of their passing game. It's Gronk and Hogan and figure it out. I was Gronk just thinking is today: is it possible to have uh, to have three running back like three top twenty four running? I don't think that's been done. I'm pretty sure it hasn't been done. Looking back, <laughs> three top twenty four running backs. Could the Patriots do that? I mean, Bur Burkhead, Michelle. I mean, James White. Those are all like probably drafted within the top 40 or so of running backs. And it's as if, you know, we're expecting at least one of them or two of them to, you know, uh, beat that ADP. What is it possible to, to have three top 24 running backs? No, no, probably not. <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe it's three Patriot, bottom 24. Patriots and their running backs. I mean, you know how that go. That would just be really, uh, I don't even know. I think the Seahawks actually had five bottom twenty-four running backs Dude. last year. Why? <laughs> 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 um, who 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 has the better rookie season? DJ Moore or Michael Gallup? Gallup. 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 I think uh, DJ Moore is better, but Gallup has the opportunity. Yeah. 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 I can't argue there. 
Yeah, I'm all not, of them. Howard, of them, but yeah. So many targets gone uh, in in Dallas. Yeah, I mean, how it's pretty realistic for him to get over a hundred at, at minimum, you know, and uh, 120, 130 probably for a, a max or so. I think that's realistic. Yeah, we had we had Brandon, Mary, and Leon. What was it? Uh, two, you know, a couple weeks ago, three weeks ago for Ladies Night, and she was uh, uber dismissive of one Alan Hearns, which kind of hurt my heart a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, big big Hearns fan, big Brandon Marion Lee fan, but uh, yeah, I think uh, I I just don't want to I don't want to close the casket on Alan Hearns. Is is all. Casey still in the chat typing Cole Beasley in all capital letters? <laughs> nah, she gone. No. <laughs> Terrence Williams. Uh-huh. Oh, just I think he's still crashing Lambos somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, so the Chicago Bears travel to Green Bay. Uh, Green Bay is currently seven and a half point uh, favorites. Um, I, first of all, I'm guessing Khalil Mack probably doesn't play. I would imagine because he hasn't been there at all and hasn't even been in camp or anything. Um, however, please let it be known that the best wide receiver on the field that night will be one Anthony Miller. Oh, <laughs> I, I need that to be known. All right. Thank you. Don't, don't you give me that look, Travis. Yeah. Travis dismay. That's exactly uh, right. New burner account. I like that. <laughs> oh, no. There's already line-stepping Travis. Have you guys been introduced to him? Oh, no. Yeah, line-stepping Travis will, will just butt in and tell you what's what every once in a while. He still has my old Abby and everything. I think he's got like 11 or 12 followers. They're all in the same fantasy league. It's, <laughs> one, it's one of them. I don't know. I don't know who it is. But, oh, man. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah, week one. Week one is going to be really fun. Uh, oh, sweet. Oh, sweet. Real quick. Uh, this season, Garcon or Goodwin? Goodwin, Goodwin until he gets another Goodwin. concussion. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Real quick, though, are we just going to let, let him get away with saying Anthony Miller is better than Devontae Adams right now? Uh, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of dismissed. <laughs> I'm just. Alan Robinson. I was just dismaying all of your opinions. And I was, <laughs> what, what, <laughs> will the real Alan Robinson please stand up, man? Yeah. Okay, uh, Allen Robinson or Devontae Adams? Who's better? Who do you guys like better? Devontae uh, Adams. Devontae Adams. Okay, yeah, then Anthony Miller is definitely better than him. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nice I, love, I love Anthony Miller. I'm not going to lie. I, I'm not trying to say I, I don't dis. I mean, I, I don't dislike him. In fact, I loved watching him play in, in college. I think one of my favorite reps ever. Uh, I'm trying to think they were playing um, – Maybe it was UCF or somebody. He basically just just planted the guy on the ground, just blocking, and they they scored a touchdown. And he turns around, looks at the sideline, and skipping does the whole nana nana boo boo to the entire <laughs> sideline right there, right in front of their pla- faces after just planting a guy on the ground right in front of the bench. It was just oh man, he he's got all the attitude. He just knows he's the best guy on the field. And so he's gonna he's gonna go out believing he's better than Devontae Adams, and he could he could wow some people this year. I think he could get 60, 70 catches this year in that offense, uh, and and be the best wide receiver in in this class from a production standpoint at least this year. 
Uh, he he's an absolute monster. I mean, put up like what that went from walk on to two back to back fourteen hundred yard seasons. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. So, uh, well, let me some Anthony Miller, but right now Devonte Adams, he, he's better. Gabe, any chance, Gabe knows anytime I get the chance to talk up Anthony Miller, I'm going to. That's awesome. And Cody brought him up in the chat, so I just need to make sure that that was known. Yep, once a week. <laughs> pretty sure you said it last week too, and we didn't have a show. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> logged yeah. onto YouTube, just said Anthony Miller, then locked off. Yep. That's it. Log out. There's nothing else to talk about. <laughs> Carry on. Keep calm and Carry Anthony Johnson. Miller. Speaking of Carry on Johnson. Yes. Mm. Let's talk about it. That dude's going to eat. <laughs> and but I agree. Right but Garrett Blunt, though? Come on. Come on, guys. And Garrett Blunt's like 40 years old. Theoretics <laughs> never been good. Let's be real. Like he, he can catch some passes, but he's okay. And then Amar, Amir, Amar, Amari, Abdullah. I don't know. Amir Abdullah. I mean, he's gonna do absolutely nothing. Let's just be real, guys. So I want them to get rid of Amir so he can go somewhere else and show how awesome he is. <laughs> him and his him and his one preseason run, and he's gonna. It was awesome. a great preseason run. <laughs> <laughs> You know, he's, he's one of those guys like like how in the world does he not is he not better like when you look at his his college game and then he just shows up and he gets the yips and he fumbles and he he gets injured and he never pans out like that's what like what we're projecting to happen with Ronald Jones is what happened to uh, Amir Abdullah like these guys were like the best and and they're like the best player ever for their school like he went you know in, in Nebraska and, and they've had some really good football players but he was ridiculous and he shows up and just epically fails it's crazy that that happened they never kept him on the field they never gave him a chance to actually be good yeah it's kind of sad that's why i want them to let him go because now it's super crowded but also because someone else might be able to actually know how to handle him something <laughs> <laughs> like a woman scorned or something like you don't know how to treat, don't know I treat her. <laughs> Hashtag fear Amir. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They need to send him to the Browns because they don't have enough running backs. Oh, they need help. When, uh, is, uh, when is Detroit's bye week? Six. I think. Uh, how the hell? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> how do you just know that off the top of your head? Quick answer, he doesn't. I, I drafted Matthew Stafford yesterday, and I was it was it was that league where you, the quarterbacks and bye weeks matter. So I had to like memorize them. <laughs> what Carry a on. strange, strange. But what, what were you going to say, Sam? Were you going to say something oh, I, lines of when can you start carry on? Is it before? I, I think yeah. Six? I just I think he takes over <laughs> after week six. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I am curious though. Like, is it? You got. I mean, obviously can't start him week one. I I doubt. Depending on how deep the league is, maybe a flex of sorts. But you got to see. You got to see something. I don't know, uh, Travis. What's happening? <laughs> it doesn't. You know, it just doesn't really matter. It's just I'm just. You know, every once in a while, I just my phone opens up and I'm looking at Twitter because you. I mean, I, I don't know. I just saw something ridiculous, and it Say just it. made me laugh. That's all. Sorry, distractions. Say it. He's, he's tuned out. No, it's just this guy. I mean, it's, I'm an Auburn fan, and so there's this there's this video. It's just it's just this guy saying me walking past white people in my Nikes, and it's this guy just doing just high stepping. <laughs> 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 doing the Luke Falk. 
Yeah, just, just, I mean, he's, you know, the band leader or whatever, and he's just absolutely killing it, just going down the field, just oh not, he's just, yeah. And so I was just like, that's ridiculous. But anyway, okay. move along. Thank Nothing you, sure. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> uh, the, the, the last couple of things for the, for the Monday night games, um, we hit on, we hit on carry on. Do, do we care about anyone in Detroit other than Sam Darnold? Oh, excuse me, New uh, York. New York. <laughs> my apologies. I like Anunwa a lot. He's my like kind of late round, late round sleeper. Um, I just, he showed a lot in his sophomore season, led the Jets with 800 some odd yards, four touchdowns. He had Fitzpatrick as his quarterback and then uh, Geno Smith and then Bryce Petty. Um, so I, he showed a lot for me in his sophomore season. He got injured last season, lost it. With Rob, questions around Robbie Anderson, Terrell Pryor, um, the tight end situation. I think from the slot that he can produce a decent season this year. Stumpy, are you trying to tell me that Chris Herndon and Jordan Leggett are not ex- worth getting excited about? Come on. Well, considering that Clive <laughs> Walford, what Clive Walford um, out out caught them in the preseason this <laughs> season with his four <laughs> catches. Yes, yeah. I'm saying that. What about my <laughs> one Sharon Peak share? How's that doing? <laughs> How's that doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was surprising was um, Chad Hansen got cut, and then uh, Adarius Stewart is what suspended for two games. Mm-hmm. Yep. So everybody like kind of sleepers there, <laughs> kind of fell fell off the map this preseason. So yeah, I like Anuna. You got to feed the crow. No. No. <laughs> I just I just like taking the cheaper option of if it's the Jets I'm taking you know typically the cheapest option just I, I don't see why I don't think there's a clear cut you know front runner for wide receiver for running back and you know we've seen Powell before we've seen a new before I think both of those guys are completely worth stashing or drafting late and what 15th beyond round like whatever yeah 100% agree yeah but Powell can get his too. Yeah, I don't know why they hate him so much. He always does so well, and they just never seem to care about him. I somehow traded Powell for a first rounder in 2018. What? Yeah, I don't know. He did <laughs> awesome know. at the end of uh, 2017. Yeah. yeah. So, or, sorry, 2016. That was right. Yeah. So if someone is dumb to think that you know the Jets are actually make a smart decision and let Bilal Powell play, maybe it's worth it. Wow, a first. That is uh Well, so I, I the, the offer was a a second and a fourth because he really needed running back help and I kept I just kept pushing. Nope. <laughs> Counter first, first, first and finally he just gave it and gave me the the first and it ended up being the 2018 1.01. So Oh my word. You, so how how many times a day do you rub that in his face? Oh, I probably once every couple just so you remember I got I got rights to Saquon Barkley because of that, right? That guy would <laughs> stop talking to me. That's how much I would quit. <laughs> he would quit the league and I would find him somehow and yeah. just He would quit Ben. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That yeah, that's one of those that I'm just you know what, I need a new hobby. 
Yeah, he like <laughs> he's gonna join witness relocation, and he'll end up getting a Bilal Powell jersey in the mail somehow. <laughs> <laughs> like PTSD and just start yeah, freaking just, just terrorizing. <laughs> for his for his fortieth oh. birthday party, Bilal Powell showing up. <laughs> Hey, what's going on, man? No! Just runs out the window. <laughs> Start stabbing Bilal Powell. <laughs> oh, God. You did this to me! Boy, yeah, that was thinking, like, quickly. <laughs> Bilal Powell jerseys being dropped off by owls, like, like Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. And just, yeah. Want to play That's super nerdy of you, by the way. Uh, yeah. Yeah, drop that in there. <laughs> Had some good references tonight. Yes, lots of them. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's it. That's it. That's all I've got, Gabe. I'm out okay. of bullets. Fine. Deontay Burnett for the Jets. Who? Who? <laughs> this one I don't know. Deontay Burnett was a USC. Oh, USC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was in the Titans camp, and he killed it all season, all season long. And then they they kept Cameron Batson, uh, who was you know Texas Tech guy. Killed it at his pro day. Ran like a four three or whatever, and he can return kicks. But Deontay Burnett had a better preseason. Uh, then Batson just flat out. And now he's on the Jets. So they've got nothing. They get one more injury. Burnett's an immediate starter, essentially. So <laughs> that could be interesting. Uh, what is it? I think it's Trades HQ that keeps talking about Trenton Cannon. Yep. I have no idea who that is, but they keep talking about him. So <laughs> I, that's a name that I've heard of before. Know, I did not know the. I already forgot. But what is it? Barnett? Deontay this, Burnett. Burnett. It's disrespectful. Yeah. So disrespectful. I don't even know what, uh, what position. <laughs> wide receiver. His name Dion yeah. Birdie? What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to throw a little bit more shade at the Oakland Raiders. And they're oh, making fake, like, fake injuries to Chris Warren just to keep him on the IR. Their best running back this preseason. <laughs> Put him on the IR with his fake knee injury. Pretty upset about that. I would, I would take you so much more serious if you took the hat off. Yeah, right, man. What? I can't, I can't, I can't listen to you right now. No, nah, you can. I'm kidding. It's fine. Right. <laughs> no, he muted you. He seriously just can't hear what you're saying. Oh, okay, well, I get that. <laughs> now, Chris Warren's an interesting guy, though. Like, just because he's, I mean, he's a running back, but he's like Derrick Henry, except possibly bigger. Like he's like six foot four, two hundred and fifty pounds, and I didn't know him was six four. Dang, yeah, he's yeah. a monster of a man, dude. Uh, and he, uh, I mean, he had a weird college career. Like he uh, basically didn't do a whole lot. Then kind of clashed with the the coaching staff down the stretch, and had no business declaring for the NFL draft this past year. I was like, that that's one of the worst production profiles I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. Uh, but he's got some raw ability and strength, so. He's definitely, in my opinion, probably more durable than the a the you know AARP club that they have at running back right now. So that's probably why they held him off for a year. Be fair to yeah. Doug Martin. Doug Martin on the sauce is as durable as anyone. Yeah, all right. Okay. <laughs> let's let's be fair here. <laughs> uh, okay. Is that enough? Take take us home. It's never enough. I know. But... Never too much. Never too much. Never gonna uh, keep you up. <laughs> and now we've had enough. Yeah, now we're we, just uh, trying to rip roll it in. Rip roll on the whole podcast. Dang. Can we just <laughs> end with me singing that whole song, or, yes, or no? We will. We no. will certainly end with that. Um, right, Travis, take us home. Volunteered. So. <laughs> no, I want. I want Give me Travis a second, to end with, and uh, I want Travis to end with the. Uh, 
That's the one I want. That's the one I want. Oh, no. Let's Man. have a ball with that, please. And I'm never coming back. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do the Luke Falk. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay um well you've waited for so long to say that football is here and you still can't say that quite yet it's still two days away so don't say it but it's almost here uh i want some chicken wings yeah coming to nashville some right hot some hot chicken you into the hot hot chicken. chicken I am hot chicken. Yeah. Come to Bishops. Bishops. Yeah. What's the what's the other one? I know I've had it before, but I can't remember the names. You don't need to know. It's just Bishops. That's all that matters. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Understood. That's all like, that matters. Like no, Hattie, no, Hattie B's. Hattie Bishops. B's is the famous one. It's like right right next to my office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hattie B's. I've been to that one. Yep. It's like raining and there's lines like a half mile down the road. I got like the I think I got like the two or the three on the scale of one to five and did not feel good for twenty four hours. Mm. <laughs> that was a bad idea. That's about uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So never touching the, a three again or even a two. Like, <laughs> does, does the scale so go negative? I, I might just like I might just like start scraping it off. Like <laughs> whatever. Can you get some water to rinse this sauce off with, please? <laughs> yeah. Okay. After we get off the air, we can talk about how I went to the ER because of hot sauce. Oh, <laughs> wow. Oh, the after it wasn't because of the way out. No, no. <laughs> Luckily. You always have, have outhouse talk, don't you? <laughs> Brand, baby. At the end of the day, you need me. You- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, segue to that, uh, Rich or Russ or whatever the hell your name is. Would you like to say any words as we say goodbye? What a doggy do, baby. <laughs> You've been sitting on that one all show. Or what? Actually, I just said to remember like, what the, what the hell did he say? Oh my God. <laughs> uh, no. Oh, thanks for having me on. This is always awesome. I'll be back in another three weeks. Whether okay. you want me here or not. Okay. Uh, no, the show was awesome. Thanks for having me on. It was fun. Um, thanks for having Stompy on because Stompy's awesome. Travis, I just met you. You seem okay. Thanks. <laughs> You're mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> ah, but that's it. I love you guys. Give it. Did you say your handle already, or everyone probably knows you by now? I, I mean, we've said outhouse enough that I yeah. figure. Yeah, I'm at yeah, Dynasty Outhouse. I uh, the Train Addicts podcast. Uh, listen to me because I need the ego boost. Perfect. But day, but day or but night, anytime. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> <That's so> good. <laughs> uh, good night, everybody. I'm gonna leave myself again. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> underscore stumpy <laughs> yeah uh so you can actually call uh call me stumpy or stump dick or stimpy um i think i killed somebody uh you can find me at, at ff stumpy um i'll be writing this season for the fantasy authority doing a weekly article 
I'll be doing some IDP stuff for IDP guys. And every once in a while, I'll be writing something for the fantasy football fr- franchise, the F3 pod. So welcome to the franchise. Yep. What up, Gene? What up, Nick? We see you. All right. Uh, now that I have sort of um, a voice back, that cough really hurt. Uh, <laughs> Travis Dismay. Travis Dismay. Straight out of Cashville. <clears throat> Straight out of Cashville, man. I got to add that to my podcast intro or outro somehow. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so speaking of podcasts, you can uh, check out the Dynasty Life pod every week with me and Justin and, and Andrew and and uh, our great guests that we uh, tend to have on. Actually, I, I'll have to have you know some of you guys on here in the near near future for sure. But I uh, just want to you know shout out to the DLF guys, Dynasty League Football. Great work there. Shout out to uh, the Fantasy Authority uh, who gave me my first opportunity and uh, I do some editing there uh, mainly and going to actually start doing some college DFS takes uh, on, on video a couple times a week too just because there's not enough of that out there and it just came back uh, like a week ago. And then uh, I'm doing a, you know, a weekly piece for DLF for Debbie stuff, uh, college and uh, future prospects analysis and then also doing a weekly piece for Fantasy Pros this year too. It's kind of a uh, DLF guest piece there with them. So I'm uh, going to be a little bit busy, and that, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, and I'm not going to sleep much, but that's okay. <laughs> but thank you for having me on. It's, this was a blast. Absolutely. Yeah, you, you certainly are uh, fully loaded. And I think the college DFS is a really good idea for you to, to cover. Um, yeah, you're definitely one of my most respected Debbie follows. So uh, good luck with all of that this year. Um, Appreciate Thank you, it. all three of you. Um, J. Mike's way better at this than me, so I'm going to carry it over him to him so he can actually thank all of you because I, I just, I don't, you know, I, I don't do this. <laughs> I don't do this. You were doing great, Gabe. Yeah, yeah Gabe, Gabe's the best. Gabe is the best. Um, but but uh, please excuse my audio issues this week. Right before we started to record, uh, I just saw that my the USB port that goes into my microphone. Um, it is still stuck inside the actual microphone from the last time I used it and didn't recognize it. So that's awesome. Uh, anywho, uh, to our guests who joined us this week, Russ, Sam, Travis, thank you guys very much. Uh, to everyone in the chat, uh, thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate you. It's always a good time here on Tuesday nights here at the Open Bar. Uh, on Twitter, you can find us, uh, the Twitter, the actual handle for the show, at the open bar FP, as in the open bar fake pigskin. Uh, I'm on Twitter at jmikecheck, at J-M-I-C check. Uh, the season is here. Uh, it's about to be lit. You'll find us here every Tuesday uh, from henceforth now and forevermore uh, until forever meets never. Uh, Travis, real fast, before we uh, run out, um, just one name real fast. Who is currently your wide receiver one for this upcoming uh, college receiver class? That would be A.J. Brown. Thank you. For Ole Miss. He's my bae. The slot sensation, A.J. Brown. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's all I've got, Gabe. Uh, you can uh, take us home. Home. A lot of love for uh, – um, I'm going to pronounce his name wrong. Keneal. Keneal Harry. Keel. What is it? Keel. Keel. I switched the N and the K. So many people do that. I never understand why. Same thing with Martavius. Where's that you? I don't from? like that. That one really bothers me. But once I, I, and I should, you know, I should be better about all that. But so it's in Keel, Harry. A lot of 
love for him um, lately. Is he up there too for you, Travis? Yeah, he's up there for most everyone. There, there's like a, a half dozen guys that are really intriguing. Uh, I, I really hope Brian Edwards comes out because he could be, he could end up being my my number one just because he's, I mean, he's a physical freak. He topped out at like 22 miles an hour this summer, has like a 40 plus inch vertical and uh, just a, an absolute monster. Breakout age of like 17.8 or 17.9. Uh, everything you want to see from a production standpoint and in his offense and the, lim the limitations that, that are there uh, with at, at South Carolina and a ridiculous athletic specimen to go with it. So he's another name to, to watch. All right. Well, I guess we could just reopen the bar, start talking Debbie, right? We got wide receivers. <laughs> I mean, I've well, heard of some of these names before. <laughs> All right. Get it. No. Uh, oh, no. Thank you. Sorry. Real fast. Uh, I, I know. Yeah. What? What? Joke for this. Uh, one of one of Travis's co-hosts on uh, the Dynasty Life, uh, Justin McCaslin. He and I are in the same division for the Scott Fishbowl. Uh, I just want to let it be known, Travis, if if Justin happens to listen to this or if he doesn't, please carry the message that I'm looking forward to kicking his rear end Woo! all up and down the fishbowl and back again uh, in the JD and Turk division. Um, I just want that be known. No, I, I like Justin a lot. He's good people. <laughs> but I'll, I'll tell him right I, now. I want to get some smack talk. <laughs> tell him right now. Just before the season starts. I'll tell him. You tell him right I'm now. starting this fire right now, Travis. Right now. <laughs> Talk, talk slower. I need to get every word here. Justin, <laughs> I love you, and you suck. <laughs> yeah, so Scott Fish, if you're listening, I'm going to take you down in the Doctor Who division. Sorry. Go oh, ahead. God. Now we're going to go around the horn of... <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, that's Put about enough. Good job to my mama. She's awesome. <laughs> I'm unique, and, and I, so I roll with it. <laughs> so I just roll with it. <laughs> Uh, all right. Thank you all. Thank you, Sam, for the show sheet. Uh, you are welcome. Thank you for playing. <laughs> we, or else we would have had nothing. <laughs> um, we will see you all next week after a full week of NFL 16 games. No buys. It's going to be a lituation. Don't make sure to never let me say that again, guys. Drinks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm I'm FF man bun, uh, part of the brand, baby. Put your drinks up. A little cheers to the old camera. If you didn't see that uh, and you're hearing us through podcast form, you make sure and come back and hang out with us next week. 9.30 Eastern, Tuesdays, Booze Day, and Doses. <laughs> <laughs>